Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good evening, good afternoon, good night, my friend. How are you? It's great to be back in the chair. You know, I was away for a few days, as you know, skiing up in the Great White North. I got a special visa. Castro let me in. I'm sorry, I mean Trudeau let me into the country. And uh, yeah, been hanging out there skiing for the last week, dude. Don't you, what you been up to? Mr. Globesetter, my goodness, traveling all over while well, I've been you know, in the grindstone, mm-hmm. banging it out so that I can pay my taxes to those who are less <laughs> fortunate in the lovely city of angels. <laughs> city of angels. Should be called <laughs> the city of homeless, dude. I'm serious. I mean, it's oh yeah, they've already ridiculous. changed the nickname. Thank God you moved from like wherever you uh-huh. were, Santa Monica or you know, at least you're 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 outside the rim of the to- you're on the rim of the toilet now. You're not in the toilet. <laughs> Good way to put it. As they say, I'm in an undisclosed uh, underground yeah. bunker, as some yeah. uh, other hosts will still describe go. it. Right. Well, we hope everybody's doing well, Frank. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, um, we have so much to, lot get to, to get to. A lot to get to. A lot of material. No lack of material with this administration. No. I got to say, it's just uh, it's the gift. The gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. It, know, from a comedy wonder, perspective, if we were doing this in, in 1953. Do you think our podcast would be less or more jam packed? Maybe it would just be as much, but we just wouldn't realize it or something. Yeah, I think I think probably a lot less because, you know, I mean, as we've seen, the Democratic Party's had this massive move to the left over the last generation, really the last 10 years. uh, And it's just been completely captured by the radical far left zealots of the party. I mean, look at Kennedy. I mean, this is not Kennedy's Democratic Party from the 1960s. If you look at every platform he stood for back in the 60s, it would have you would have thought the guy was conservative today. He would have looked like Ronald Reagan for God's sake. He would have been canceled months ago. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, brother. Well, hey, just right out of the box, I got I got three. Like I've talked about this a few times. You don't know whether to laugh or cry, but I'm going to go with laugh. Let's go with laugh. Let's go with laugh. So out here in LA, I don't know if people have been uh, uh, catching the news uh, on this, and this goes to all the. uh, the crazy uh, global warming fanatics out there. Did you know, because, you know, we live in such an arid climate and I, I believe we have this, uh, this, this, uh, you know, this, we need water all the time, but yet our snowpack in the <laughs> California know. Sierra is yeah. 177% above normal yeah. for this yeah. time of year. They're yeah. saying by the time we get to April, it'll be yeah. double normal. Now, is there a reason to celebrate? No, oh, no, no, Heaven no. Forbid. Oh, no, we're because... still on a knife's edge. Still on a knife's edge. <laughs> yeah, we're all about to uh, die from uh, thirst. Oh. Um, you know that anytime a newscast begins with this lead-in, which is kind oh, of yeah. you know news-heavy, you yeah. can count the seconds until they throw in that word "but." Yeah, because it, you know you yeah. know exactly what's coming. Well, yeah. we've had this record snowfall. We've got but, you know, people are yeah. actually you know threatened. Their lives <laughs> are actually there. There, there's no food up there in, in the in the uh, in big bear area as you well know you know that area yeah and they go but this doesn't do anything to really uh solve our you know our our need for water because they don't do anything to save the water it goes right into the ocean dave as our audience which is a very smart and well-informed audience as we know and we really appreciate y'all listening uh to the show it's the same thing as homelessness i mean if, if if the mainstream media came on and said we've solved homelessness why would anybody watch they want. They want to. They want to continue to the business. The business has got to continue. Climate change is a business. Homelessness is a business. Racial division is a business. If they if they give up or quote unquote solve any of those issues, they're out of business and they're out of power. And that's the problem, right? And this the climate the snowpack thing is a perfect example. Mammoth has had Mammoth Mountain in central, uh, just six hours north of San Diego here, about four hours north of L.A., has had forty feet 
of snow. Okay. Tahoe had five feet of snow just last week. The snowpack up there is like 40 feet also. But to your point, whenever you see these TV shows come on, oh, well, there's been so much snow, but it's probably only going to make like an inch of different, like an inch <laughs> of difference in the reservoirs and the, or, or, or in the, in the, in the Lake Tahoe or whatever it is. Are you kidding me? 44 yeah. feet of snow, an inch of difference? I don't think so. They've already set so many things in place because they love the regulations and they love to, uh, you know, power grab uh, and take away our independent thoughts and actions that 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 will never go away. They're never going to all of a sudden say, you know what, use some more water and we won't charge you anymore. That'll never happen. Yeah. Um, but here's the just the of like, so, OK, there is that. That's pretty darn funny. Yeah. Then we got another corporation bending over and, and biting their ankles. Yeah. And this time it's Hershey. Hershey. I mean, right. You've heard about this. The Hershey uh, Highway one, or the Hershey Chocolate Bar? The Hershey Chocolate Bar. You know, them, you love we're not them, talking about Pete Buttigieg here, are we? Not yet. That's the third one. Well, no, I was thinking Hershey Highway, Pete Buttigieg. Hang on to that thought just for a moment. So (laughs) this is the the hilarious part. But for International Women's Day campaign in Canada, uh, uh, Hershey's has started this ridiculous Hershey uh, campaign on the wrapper of their chocolates. You're kidding me. Pronoun stuff? Pronoun stuff all over the wrappers. And I saw a couple and, you know, there's about three things. And it's like, you wonder how this all begins. Well, I can tell you how it's going to end very badly for Hershey. (laughs) I I think they're going to have a plummeting stock, just like Disney, just like Netflix, just like all of them this past year. And people just turn off because guess what? You know, there's other chocolates people can buy. We don't need Hershey. And now that you told me that, I'm not buying that shit anymore. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Add it to the list of chocolates you never want to buy. And it's, I always just wonder how it all meaning how it all begins, meaning, okay, you're the CEO of Hershey. You're making a good paycheck. Yeah. And because you make chocolates and you were just fortunate enough to be, to be elected to this position or they yeah. are hired and they go, well, everyone thinks doing great today, but you know what? I don't care about this, this quarter's profits. I'm going to throw this trans nonsense at people's faces. So every yeah. time they open up the little chocolate bar, even if yeah. you're like four years old yeah. and you see a man dress up as a woman, it's going to make everyone feel so good about themselves. It'll make our stock go up, <laughs> please. I, you know, I can't, I had not heard of that story, Dave. So thanks for bringing it to my attention. I mean, that is absolutely crazy. Is that in the U.S. or just Canada? No, it's it's everywhere. So everywhere. also, okay. uh, boycott Hershey is now one of the top trending topics on is Twitter. It? On Twitter, yeah. So keep an eye. So uh, boycott that crap. Uh, uh, I mean, chocolate going forward. God. And as the last, here's the connection to Pete Pete uh, Budagug. Buddha Judge, the Hershey Buda, Highway, the Hershey Buda Highway Judge. man. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, the man who's already failed those poor citizens <laughs> that live in East Palestine, Ohio, obviously, right. by the way. Yeah. Um, but one of his best pals, a man he mentored is now facing 56 <laughs> child porn related charges. Patrick Wohan, yeah. 47 year old gay Democrat. This guy was a mayor yeah. of College Park, Maryland yeah. for, I don't know how many terms, just uh, uh just uh been charged with this and he was a big like there's a great photo of them hold, you know arms I, around yeah, I'm looking other. at dude it's funny you say that I'm looking at it right now it's on Breitbart oh. and they're like they're holding they're holding like uh one arm over each shoulder like uh very friendly you might say very, very friendly. friendly we don't know, might have, know might how have even, we don't know how friendly it could have been could have, could have been extraordinarily friendly <laughs> <Very> friendly <laughs> But child porn possession, and they just show when we talked about this was it last or the the other podcast, everyone has such a uh, angelic view of the gay lifestyle, 
And it's really the opposite of reality. Like everything the Dems and the left pushes, it's an opposite of reality type situation here. Yeah. I guarantee you this guy has been a pervert. And I'm going to use that term. I don't care. Oh, well, Heath, we have to leave him alone. He's gay. We have to protect him. No, he's no. a pervert. Totally. He's a scumbag. Yeah. I hope he goes to jail for a good long time. Yeah. And I hope this this throws a black eye into Pete. I'm sorry, a black something into Pete's face yeah. uh, for, for many years to come. So good written. So well, those are my three to, opening, well, opening those stories. Are, those are fantastic, dude. I mean, if he's going to be going to jail, making friends with a guy named Bubba, he's going to be finding a black something <laughs> on the other other end of that when he gets there. So I'm telling you, I'll tell you right now. So I think I think the name of this week's show is going to be Hers- the Hershey Highway. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> I know. It's funny you do it, it, but well, here's a little pre-show uh, intel for our fans out there. We were actually laughing. We talk before the show goes on to talk about what the title of the show should be. Most of the time, folks, we have no idea. So we're I think we just until we're done. <laughs> but I think we just came up with it just now, so that's pretty good. Uh, hey, speaking over, speaking of uh, bending over and grabbing your ankles, um, yeah. I want to talk about Dr. Fauci. Hey now. So finally, this is another great one for uh, the Rant and Rave podcast. I think it was our very first topic, dude. Yeah. Right out of the box. Well, we all know that uh, the, <laughs> the COVID-19 that was uh, created in the Wuhan lab and yeah. some freaks are saying that it came from a bat in some, some you know, some market. alleyway yeah. close yeah. by. The wet market. And how, what are we looking at, two and a half, three years? And even the great Tucker Carlson, who's the last, you know, great yeah. uh, newscaster on Fox. I saw, I saw one of his replays from March of 2020 saying right out, yeah, this thing freaking came from the Wuhan. That's why they called it the Wuhan lab, uh, you know, leak. Mm-hmm. And so finally, all the uh, the three letter alphabet agencies are coming yep. out and saying, you know what? Yeah, you're yep. right about that. And even Woody Harrelson, the the lefty comedian, went on SNL, made a couple of jokes, and of course they went all sure. over him for that and saying, uh, yeah, pretty much this was invented, and we forced you to take the jab uh, over and over again. Um, Yep. Hilarious. And then as a, as a topper to that dude, uh, Fauci's pal, a British scientist who was given a $2 million grant to yep. push uh, the, co- the the story and, and lie for Fauci, because Fauci, of course, is so tied in to the financial interests of the Wuhan lab. Our yep. taxpayer money, by the way. Yeah. Um, and his his group was given $16 million yep. to uh, to investigate this. So what a mess. Total mess, dude. No, totally. And on a related story, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the WHO. And I'm not sure if you saw this, but basically this is how the far left uh, gets basically stuff done. So the, now anytime there's a worldwide pandemic declared by the WHO, the United States as a signatory, and they worded this document, it's a treaty with the WHO, which technically requires Senate confirmation by two thirds of the Senate, but they worded it in such a way that it was quote unquote temporary uh, or something to that effect so that they didn't have to get the Senate ratification. So now anytime that loser organization backed by the CCP, the WHO, and for that matter, the UN, but the WHO declares a pandemic, The United States has no sovereign decision-making whatsoever. We now have to fall in line, according to this document, with whatever the WHO says in terms of guidelines, lockdowns, uh, flights, vaccinations, all all the rest of it. I can tell you, dude, it's never going to happen practically because the American people will just not stand for it. It just is not going to happen. But it is in a document now, a treaty with the WHO. And very telling as... as, uh as predictable as a day is long that as we know the democrat party the leftist the establishment uh basically wants to consider the united states part of the globe the global 
elitist, whatever you want to call them. I think they're kind of scumbags myself. Yeah. We call them elitist for some reason, which means we're beholden to, uh, you know, Klaus Schwab and, and the WHO. Yeah. And, that, and that this is a perfect example of that. So as you as it sits now, from what you just said, you think this will not pass? Is it something that we need well, to have the Senate pass? No. So that's what that that's the trick of it all, dude, is that they they it, they've worded it in such a way that all it requires is an executive signature. Oh, from no. Biden. It oh, doesn't no. even require ratification yeah. by the Senate, but it will still bind, supposedly bind the United States to that document. Oof, so the WHO will have yeah. health care authority over a sovereign nation, in this case, the United States. How are you, you imagine? Yeah, I was. I just practically, it's just never going to happen because I can just sort of see everybody uh-huh. on our, you know, all our listeners and and everybody, thousands of mi- millions of other people just rolling over saying NFW it ain't going to happen. There's no way I'm going to do what those people are going to tell me to do. Uh, I'm going to do what my local, uh, uh, you know, my local sheriff and my local marshal, etc., tell me to do, and 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 so forth. I'm not going to I'm not going to be dictated to by somebody <laughs> in Brussels or Switzerland named Klaus Schwab, you know, who's running around, you know. Uh, with a slush fund in the Ukraine with everybody else. It's like every week someone else is over there writing $5 billion checks. This week it was Attorney General Garland today. Right after he was grilled on the Hill yesterday, he shows up in the Ukraine today. Now, what the hell is he doing? Dude, what is he doing over there? What is the Attorney General of the United States doing over there except maybe managing the purse strings of the five bill a week that Biden sends over there? Right, because we also saw- Clinton Global Initiative slush fund. Oh, you know, he, he moves fast. It's amazing how those lefties, they move, they, they, they move very slowly when we got them on the hill. But then as soon as they get out of there, they get on that freaking jet plane. Oh, then they move fast. I'll tell you because, one guy that's not moving too fast right now is Fetterman, though. He's not moving very fast. He's not moving fast. But he is writing bills. He's, he's writing bills from his well, hospital bed. Well, <laughs> no, dude, that's a whole other story. His actually his chief of, if you heard of this course. breaking today on Gateway Pundit, of course. his chief of staff. Is the acting senator? Of, of course, he's the one writing the bill, so he's authoring he's, these bills. This from guy can't even write his name. He, <laughs> come on, exactly, exactly. But we can, though, can we get play? Please back. First off, I was like shocked that you know we when we have uh you know we're we're broke. We're how many trillions in debt? And yet we got our U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was just there in Ukraine on Monday. Man, they yeah. they got like the red carpet, and it's kind of like the old um you know giving uh your spoils to the king, yeah. like when maybe you've got a few ducks or you got some oats. And you just wheelbarrow it in. So yeah. first yelling, and then you're, I didn't even know Garland was over there. <laughs> I know, by the way. go change his diaper. I don't know if you saw so- in CPAC today, Donald Trump Jr. did this sort of like classic. Do you remember? And Don, Don, uh, Trump 45 got called out for it, that whole thing where he went, like right. making fun of the, uh, you know, whatever, the disabled people or whatever it was, mentally incompetent or stuff like that. So Donald Trump Jr. basically called, not basically he did, he called Fetterman a vegetable today in his CPAC speech. And of course he was just drilled by the far left media. Oh, he had a debilitating stroke. He's, he's got mental illness. He's suffering. He's in the hospital. Yeah. Who, first of all, he wasn't elected. He was installed. Okay. He was not, this guy was not elected whatsoever. There's no way 2 million people in Pennsylvania put a completely incompetent uh, person who, like you said, Dave, quite nicely, he can't even write his own name. Uh, you know, I mean, Biden even looks smart compared to him. Uh, yeah, that's not saying a lot. <laughs> More cognitive. What if, they should have a cognitive test if there is such a thing. Um, hey, and real quick props to, to uh, Holly, who grilled Garland better than anybody. 
Um, so good for Holly. Uh, he might be a president down the line. I'm sure I'm going to just throw that out there. 10 years, maybe 12 years. Uh, Holly was fantastic. Grilling yeah. Garland. I mean, that was the best four minutes. I, that I was think very, I've very entertaining. And, and I was Gar- Garland was spinning like a duck in a pond. I mean, that dude was like so all over the place because he caught him dead to right in an absolute lie. Right. Because he said, oh, we did send people to defend Supreme Court justices homes when their lives are being threatened and so on and so forth. And it's like, no, no, you didn't. You put U.S. marshals uh, in, in one particular area, but when there was absolute threats and uh, one dude, this guy from California, showed up with a gun and, and rope ties and all the rest of it to Kavanaugh's house and said, I want to kill Justice Kavanaugh. Uh, what'd you do? Nothing. S.F.A. Sweet fuck. Excuse me. Sorry. But he didn't do anything. Didn't do anything to protect those justices. No. And that, this is all about how the FBI has been weaponized over the last couple of years as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how just a few uh, votes here and there, we, we barely got control of the House. And yet we're finally able to really go after these people because you can't when yeah. you're when you're playing second fiddle to the Nancy's of the world and the, the Schumer's of the world, you can't really you know, they give you five minutes. What can you do with five minutes? Right. Right. But here they, they really were able to go after him. Uh, exactly. I st- we got to mention what happened in Chicago, dude. Oh, oh, you mean uh, uh, Be- Beetlejuice what, what, got knocked Beetlejuice. out. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Beetlejuice slash Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, totally. Well, so she, the didn't worst... even, she didn't make the primary. I mean, she, she, <laughs> she didn't even get beyond the primary. So even the poor people of Chicago who are probably as liberal as you can get. Oh, yeah. They finally go, you know what? We're having 30 people shot every weekend. Maybe we need a change of pace. Now, yeah, saying yeah. that, yeah, she didn't even make, she finished in third place. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll never have to deal with her nonsense again. The only sad part about this, I guarantee you, whoever will come on top of, uh, of that is going to be a Democrat. And I don't think things are going to change much at all. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I want to I want to end on one piece of news because we've got to win Arizona, right? This, Ooh, this election runs through please. Georgia. Wisconsin and Arizona. If we do not win Georgia, Wisconsin, and Arizona in the upcoming presidential election, we're done. And the rest of it we can deal with. Pennsylvania, et cetera, we can deal. We've got to win those three states. But Katie Hobbs, this past week, there was a whistleblower up on the stand in a courthouse in Arizona and had hard evidence that Katie Hobbs is working directly with the Mexican Sinaloa cartel, the drug cartels. And the reason they wanted her and the drug cartels are the ones who financed her campaign and her attorney general and her secretary of state. They needed them in there to maintain the flow of fentanyl into the state, into the country and the flow of illegals into the country. Katie Hobbs works for the Mexican drug cartels. uh, And it's just disgusting. And Abe Hamaday, of course, was at CPAC today, as you know, Dave, on uh, Steve Bannon's show and you know, he's there's 5000 provisional ballots still sitting out there. Yes. We know 70 percent of them are Republican and they won't count them. He's got to go to court. He's got to, he's launched a lawsuit to have those 5000 provisional yes. ballots count because the, the difference in between him and the other person for AG is like only 100 votes. It's a couple so, hundred votes. Yeah, I got down. Votes. So they're saying, oh, yeah. no, Hamada, you're out because they don't they didn't want the Lake Hamaday. And that secretary of state dude, that triumvirate to get in there in Arizona, because it would have shut down the whole cartel, would have shut down the illegal flow that uh, that Biden wants and desperately needs. It was the biggest uh, uh, election theft in our country's history. I'm going to say I think even worse than 1960 when they gave it to Kennedy instead of Nixon. And uh, it has the most it has, unfortunately, the most uh, negative uh, uh, ramifications yeah. since that has happened. Um, because I, I know that Arizona is 60% red, 
state. And uh, that, yeah. that, that is a theft like none other. 100%. Um, Arizona, I don't know how Nevada that did. 60 to 70% red. There's just no question about that. And I don't, I don't, unfortunately, at this point, I don't know how things are going to be able to, you have, it, it's like a, an ice block. Well, I how think you chip away at that, at that. I, yeah, disruption. I, I think, I think, you know, I think just, well, I think this was a topic on, on Bannon show today. I think we just got to play their game better than they play it. I mean, we're, I'm tired of losing by playing, you know, by the so-called rules. If they're into ballot stuffing, let's ballot stuff better. If they're into ballot harvesting, let's ballot harvest better. We just have to play, obviously, within the guardrails and within the law and so on and so forth. But we have to play their game better than Mark Elias plays it. Mark Elias mm-hmm. is playing us like a fiddle, and we. I'm tired of losing. I am tired. And like, and Romney, whatever her name is, Romney, Romney McDaniel, she's oh, yeah. got to go. The GOP party chair, she has got to go. We've got to. I mean, this is it's disgusting that she is still in there. So you're saying we should not make friends with the next cartel boss? Is that would not be good? I'm just wondering. <laughs> I, I just want to know the ground rules here, buddy. <laughs> I just don't even know. There's right now, Dave, it's another show, another topic, but there is yeah. a huge disconnect between the grassroots MAGA movement of this country and the Republican elite establishment and the donor class, the people that support, support the 111 delegates in the RNC that supported Ron McDaniel. I mean, there's just a total disconnect between those two groups right now. Um, and we'll have to see how, how it plays out. It was a bit closer to the presidential election. Very true. Anyways, my friend, good to see you this week. Nice to catch up folks. Thank you for listening to our show. We really, really do appreciate it. Don't forget to share with your right-minded friends. And we are all over the place on your favorite podcast platforms of choice, Spotify and Pandora and Google podcasts, Apple and all those different places. And we're on social media at rant and rave 1776 on all social media platforms. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.